New and collectibles, knives, archery, and more at Cajun Coast Gun Show. 9 to 5 Saturday, 9 to 3 Sunday, July 29th and 30th at Morgan City Municipal Auditorium. 728 Myrtle Street, Morgan City. Admission for all military, past and present at half price. Free for all law enforcement in uniform or with ID. 12 and under free. For more info, go online, click rrrevents.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. All right, good evening, New Orleans. Welcome to the New Orleans Golf Show. And... You're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com on your little magic phone or your magic laptop. Uh, And tonight we're going to talk quite a bit about the golf tournament that's going on in England. Well, actually in Scotland. Ah, No, 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 I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. England, Liverpool. It's being done in Liverpool. Okay, what's the most famous club I'm asking my producer this because he knows about clubs. The most famous club in Liverpool. You asking me that, really? I am asking that, real. Famous club in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. As soon as I say it, you're going to go, oh, man, I knew that. Ah, you, I'm stumped on that one. Okay. Okay. It was called the Cavern Club. The ca- I've heard of it. You have. And okay. the reason it's so famous is that's where the Beatles first played. Uh-huh. And they were from that area. Right. And the golf tournament today, this week, the next few weeks, the last of the majors, is played in Liverpool. So, um, but I want to invite callers in. We're going to talk a lot about golf trivia tonight okay. and golf history. And the call-in number is 504-556-9696. That is 504-556-9696. What's your number? 504-556-9696. Yes. Okay. Please call. Please call. Because we were going to have an exciting guest on tonight. And we're going to have him on again hopefully next Thursday. But about a half hour before I jumped on the streetcar to come downtown, he called. And he had a personal issue, which uh, I like him, so I won't describe to you what the personal issue was. And <laughs> and he couldn't make it tonight. So we've crafted a show hoping that guests would call in, and we'll see. Okay, now, who wins the Golf Champion Trophy in professional golf? Question number one, who will win the golf champion trophy in professional golf. I don't want the name of the person. I want you to tell me the event that that person wins. So again, that's 504-556-9696. What do you win if you guess the right answer? It depends who you are. (laughs) And we'll keep that a mystery. All right. Anyhow, so let's talk about The oldest golf tournament known as a major. The oldest golf tournament in the world, in the golfing world, uh, back when it started, it was not a major because they didn't have majors. They didn't call them majors. They had local events and local events, and then suddenly someone decided, we're going to have a large event, and it was One of four. I will give you four choices. This is a multiple choice. It was either the PGA Championship. Now, the PGA stands for Professional Golf Association. It was either the PGA Championship, the Masters, the U.S. Open, or the Open Championship. The Open Championship is the event that's currently going on in Liverpool where that famous club called the Cavern Club. The Cavern Club is located, right? Um, That's going on right now. So, but which of those is the oldest? We'll give you 10 seconds to call in. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not going to waste more time with this. Okay. Any callers? We'll give them another five seconds to call. They're not calling, so I'm just going to have to answer. Okay. The oldest of those events happened in a very historic year in America, 1860. 1860 was? I'm not a history buff. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm, that's all I know. I don't know numbers. I don't know science very well, but I, I have his. 1860 was the start of the Civil War. That was in Fort Sumter, remember? I, I should know South that. South Carolina? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know that, but that's okay. That's all right. Um, when you get your millions and millions in reparations, you'll you'll thank <laughs> the Civil really? War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Check the mail tomorrow. You get a check in the mailbox tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be there. You're telling the black man that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you black? You're yeah. just kind of dark. I don't know. Maybe it could be this guy could be Brazilian. I don't know. He's kind of dark. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So, Behave, the very the first um, <laughs> tournament was the Open Championship. That's the one they're playing today. And for Americans that are confused. Because they may try to watch it in the afternoon, like most other golf tournaments. Oh, it's on in the afternoon. Uh-uh. It's going to be on in the morning. Why? Because there's six hours ahead of us. So tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and, and through the early afternoon, you'll be able to see uh, the world's best golfers competing in, in Liverpool. That's the, the tournament. Now, the um, Open Championship is what it is called. Okay, was the first of the, it wasn't called a major then, it was the first of what is today the majors. Okay, now, that was 1860. And again, it was in England. The first of the American tournaments was a U.S. Open that was in 1895. That was 35 years later. Then the PGA Championship was in 1916. The Masters was in 1934. So of all of the, the, the majors, the Masters is the youngest, and the Open Championship is the oldest. The Open Championship, while the Masters is always played in Augusta, at that particular course in Augusta, Georgia, um, Augusta National, uh, the Open Championship goes all around uh, the UK. It's played in Northern Ireland, it's played in Scotland, it's played in Wales, it's played in England. So, um, but an important thing to remember, do not call it the British Open. The Brits don't like that. Only call it the British Open when you want to make them angry. Because, as I said a moment ago, it's played in venues in Northern Ireland. The people in Northern Ireland are not part of Britain, and they know that. So, Americans say, oh, it's the British Open, the British... No, 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 you got to be right. It would be like an event that was held in Hawaii and saying, well, this is not in the United States, it's in Hawaii. No, that's part of the United States. Well, the opposite is true. You don't call it the British Open because it is played elsewhere, Northern Ireland. Okay, so here's another good trivia question. Okay, we have a minute, so I'll give you time to call back. Okay. Right now, the winner gets the Claret Jug. That's the championship, open championship trophy. In 1860, what did the winner get? And don't anybody say something about slavery. We're not, that's not true. That didn't happen, okay, in England. But what did the winner get in 1860, and who was that winner? 
But you can't check Google. I'll know if you do. All right, we're going to take a break right now. This is the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you, and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup, and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Does your business need help with print, signs, or marketing? Partner with Sir Speedy. We have more than 50 years of know-how and a proven track record that goes into every project. Our specialists will work with you on everything from print collateral and direct marketing campaigns to signage both indoor and outdoor. Call Sir Speedy and let us know how we can help at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at SirSpeedyNewOrleans.com. Sir Speedy, if you need it, we do. It. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669-6076. All right, New Orleans, welcome back segment two of the New Orleans Golf Show. And I'll give you the number again, 504-556-9696. Give a call. Uh, we, I have a couple more of these very difficult questions that only experts at golf would even come close to knowing the answer. Okay. I asked a question before the break. Today at the Open Championship, the winner wins the Claret Jug. What was the award given to the first winner in 1860? Okay. The answer is, it was a belt. I don't hear the crowd roaring. It was just a belt. There they are, there they are, there. It was a belt, and the winner of the first three of the Open Championships was young Tom Morris. And why they call him young Tom Morris? Because his dad was old, <laughs> Tom Morris. Anyhow, all right. Um, 
and in 1872, after 12 years of giving belts away, somebody said, wait a minute, we're working this hard just for a belt? And they decided to give the claret jug. Now, was this a, a, a belt like a championship belt? It's like a championship belt. It wasn't like the one Tyrus has. Okay. It wasn't so big. So it's, 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 it, what, was it uh, like, a, like a boxing it was Did smaller you? than a boxing one. Okay. It was just enough to keep their kilts up so their kilts didn't fall down. You know, that's in Scotland. Okay, they, yeah. They wear all that. All right. What was that song about the guy who had the ribbon tied around his thing? Uh, never mind. Okay. He was wearing a kilt at the time. Okay. I forget what that song was. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to go back to the uh, New Orleans golf show now. And, okay, so we've talked about it, and we also talked about why it's impolite to call it the British Open. But for years, I have been impolite in calling it the British Open, so you'll be forgiven. But it's the Open Championship, okay? Don't forget that. Now, one thing that's happening at this Open Championship that's different is there are credible threats of terrorism taking place. Now, it's not the terrorism that we might be normally uh, acquainted with, such as bombs or planes going into buildings or things like that. This is the kind of terrorism called eco-terrorism by environmental people. Okay, two weeks ago, on a Sunday, 10 golf courses in Spain were terrorized by eco-terrorists. What they did was they took concrete and put it in the, the holes themselves. They also planted plants, seedlings, on the greens, essentially making the golf courses useless. Why? Well, because Spain is having a bit of a heat wave, a drought perhaps, and they thought that it was unnecessarily rude and favored rich people to, to spray all this water on golf courses where they could have been using it where people didn't have to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, r r save their water. And, and um, they could only wash their clothes a couple of days a week and so forth and so on. So that took place. The eco-terrorists in Europe are much more active than they are here in the United States. In Germany, we have a group called the Last Generation. They call themselves the Last Generation because they really believe they are. They believe the Earth is going to melt away due to heat. And then they change their mind and say it's going to freeze. But they believe they are the Last Generation. And what did they do? Well, you may have seen the report on the paper. They went to several uh, airports in Dusseldorf and in Hamburg, Germany, and they put their hands on the tarmac where the planes land, and they poured a solution of concrete and epoxy resin over their hands, sticking themselves to the tarmac. Well, now some people were saying, well, let them, let them stay. <laughs> but that wouldn't have been right. No. No, it wouldn't have been right. So they removed the asphalt and concrete surface, and these people were walking around with eight or nine pounds <laughs> of surface on their hands. Uh, doctors had said that the problem with this was going to be really serious because that epoxy resin concrete, which is used... On, on very, very significant construction projects doesn't pull apart. Don't they use that on, uh, and this is totally off topic, but don't they use that on, like, uh, cabinet tops? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't come, you can't pull it apart. Right. So the only way to get it off is amputation. How horrible is that? Wow. That's, that's just, okay. So why do I mention that? Okay, because there's a group in the U.K., called Just Stop Oil, okay? They do not want the British government to be licensing any um, exploration or production of fossil fuels at all. 
Now, remember, the North Sea was at one time a big, big, big supply of fossil fuel for the world, and, and now these people don't want that to happen. They, and the reason why they're turning their eyes on the Open Championship is they successfully interrupted Wimbledon. They, they, Wimbledon, as you know, is tennis tournament played on a grass courts. They put uh, confetti, puzzle pieces in the grass and really screwed things up there. They interrupted uh, a national rugby tournament that's going on, uh, effectively. And uh, they also are threatening to do this at the Open Championship. Some of the golfers have said, John Rahm, who's a big guy, he's about 6'2", about maybe 220, maybe 230. He's a big, big, strong guy. He issued a statement. He said, I, I, I have a bad temper, and I hope that no one interrupts me during my game. I, I, I just don't know what I might do. So, so the people who run the tournament have told the golfers and their caddies, do not tackle these terrorists if they come. The prime minister has authorized additional police protection. So if in the next few days in the morning you're watching the Open Championship, feel free to look out for this. Now, the Open Championship is not new to interruptions by the fans. We're going to have another, this is another trivia. Can someone tell me what the most common method used to interrupt the um, Open Championship? It started in 1985, happened again in 96, 97, 99, 2000, 2001, 2003, and 2006. After the break, or you can call now, let us know what that method of interrupting the um, Open Championship is. Okay. In the meantime, let's go on. Okay. The Open Championship, as I said, is one of the, it is the, in my opinion, the most important golf tournament of, of any year. Okay. And after the break, we're gonna we're gonna give you golf digest pick. This is specifically for my friend, who's a coworker. He is a pitching phenom, and he's one of the best sports investors I know. You know what a sports investor is, right? Those are those guys who um, like to win all that money on sports betting. After the break, we're gonna say we're gonna tell you who to bet on. Not really. Anyway, we're going to take a break, come back uh, at the third section of the New Orleans Golf Show. That's WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. I'm Pat Swilling. One of the things I love about Louisiana is its beautiful natural landscapes and its unique sceneries. Let's preserve it. Please don't trash Louisiana with propane cylinders that are no longer certified. Bring these cylinders to your propane dealer so that they may dispose of them safely. Be a saint and let's keep Louisiana beautiful. This safety message is brought to you by the Louisiana Liquefied Petroleum Gas Commission and the Louisiana Propane Industry. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show. We'll talk sports, music, current events, everything in between. That's weekdays, 6 p.m., only on WGSO 990 AM. Don't miss Hurd's Louisiana Live from 4 to 5, Monday through Friday. Paul Hurd exposes and explains state government's daily shenanigans, exposes our excess taxes, and explains how we can get to real community safety. Hurd will challenge your legislators to repeal taxes and grow Louisiana. Repeal and grow is the name of the game. Hurd's Louisiana Live is coming in hot every day at 4 p.m. Only on WGSO 990 AM. New Orleans, are you ready to have a conversation? Well, if you are, Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune into my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson, every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com, where we discuss 
mental health, disability, and everyday life. Tune in to Conversations with Ron Richardson every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. until 12 noon here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This Saturdays at noon on WGSO and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Tico Fox. Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry issues a legal opinion that may result in dozens of death row inmates not receiving a clemency hearing. Jeff Palermo has the story. 56 of the state's 57 death row inmates are seeking a hearing before the Louisiana Pardon Board in the hopes Governor Edwards will reduce their death sentence to life in prison without the possibility of parole. But Landry says if the Pardon Board heard their cases, they would violate their own rules, which say such requests should be made within one year of their last appeal. Landry also does not see this as an emergency that should lead to an expedited hearing. No word on if the Pardon Board will deny the clemency request. I'm Jeff Palermo. Lake Charles police are trying to find the person who severely beat and sexually assaulted a 75-year-old woman who has died from her injuries. Sherry Vincent of Lake Charles was attacked on July 5th, and she passed away yesterday morning. Anyone with information should contact Lake Charles PD. LRN. Louisiana's 48th in police pay. 35th in teacher pay and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. NHL star Matt Martin for American Humane. I've had my fair share of bruises and injuries. But for many who put their lives on the line every day, it's not always the injuries you can see that hurt the most. Every single day, 184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. When medications and therapy don't help, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane has created a free guide to help veterans obtain these life-saving animals. For help, please go to AmericanHumane.org. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember, we'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts. All right, New Orleans, this is Section 3 of the New Orleans Golf Show here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com for you smartphone and laptop owners. Okay, 
before the break, I had talked about the, the, the current, the emergency alert in place for the Open Championship taking place in Liverpool, where what is located in Liverpool? Club, uh, Cavern Club. Cavern Club. I'll get it. I'll get it before the end of the show. <laughs> Interfered with by people who jumped on the golf course and did things to stop play. They got tackled by people and whatnot. There were men and women. What were they doing? That's what I want to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you get Golf Digest, there's a pictorial showing these people and what they were doing. What were they doing? Streaking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a college thing, right? It was a college thing here in the United States. Right. But in Europe, this was, they're mostly younger people doing it. And women, streaking women. When when I, when we saw streakers like at baseball games or football games, there's some dude running out there. Oh shit! You know we don't see that. Oh, excuse that language. Oh shucks. <laughs> we said we we said shucks. That's what we said. Um, anyhow, so we we saw streakers, but these at the open tournament, it's women, young women, fit young women. So. Uh, take a look at the, the recent, uh, or you can go online for Golf Digest and see that. All right. So, but this year, and none of those years did they ever have an emergency alert. Well, now there's an emergency alert for the Just Stop Oil folks in England. They don't know what they're going to do. All right. Now, this, again, was for my buddy who is a golf um, sports investor. Uh, golf, football, baseball, anything you can bet on, he bets on. Okay. And he's the greatest guy in the world, but he, he bets like he bets a lot. Okay. Here are Golf Digest's projected winners and the odds that they'll win for the U.S. Open. Number one, Scotty Scheffler, 9-1 to odds. Number two, Brooks Kepka. He's one of those live golfers, 14-1 to odds. Ricky Fowler, 35-1. to Everybody loves Ricky Fowler. He's making a great comeback right now. John Rahm. Remember John Rahm? He's a guy that has a bad temper, and he warned these people, I got a bad temper. Uh, I wouldn't jump in front of me if I were on the golf course. Terrell Haddon. Xander Shoffley. Tommy Fleetwood is a 25 to 1 odds. Tommy Fleetwood we need to all cheer for. Why? Fleetwood is English. Okay, you may remember him from a couple of weeks ago at the Canadian Open. He was in a playoff with Nick Taylor, who was Canadian. Taylor eventually won. But, boy, it was really exciting. Uh, And and Nick Fleetwood is, or I'm sorry, Tommy Fleetwood is well-liked. He's well-liked by everybody. Victor Hovland is 20 to 1 odds. Jordan Spieth, 20 to 1. Even Adam Scott, the Aussie, Aussie is someone from Australia, um, he's, Golf Digest has him as the 10th pick to win. Rory McIlroy, odds on Rory are the best because he's won, his last major was won at that course in Liverpool back in 2014. So, um, and we'll get in a second, Right now, we'll t- this is the leaderboard. Currently today, going on, in first place, who is it? Tommy Fleetwood. He's five under par. Then Emilio Grillo, who's five under par. And Christo Lambrick. Okay, this guy is terrific. And you'll see him, as soon as you see him on the course, you'll know who it is. Because he's even taller than you, Ronald. How tall are you? Uh, I stand six foot three. Six foot three. Mm-hmm. This guy, Christo Lamprecht, six eight. Wow. 
six foot eight for a golfer. Wow, that's basketball size, right? That's a basketball size. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of him. Um, you're familiar with bunkers where the sand is on golf courses in yes. in the UK. They're called pot bunkers. They're much smaller and they go deeper. And when you get in a pot bunker in these courses, it's really tough to get out. Except this guy. <laughs> There's a picture of him. One foot in the pot bunker and the other foot outside the pot bunker. <laughs> he was able to stand and straddle it. Very, you could only do that if you're 6'8". And the other amazing <laughs> thing about this guy, making him really exciting to watch, is he's an amateur. He won the 2023, this year's British Amateur Champion. So, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for this guy. What a great story that would be. Okay, uh, behind, but these guys are at five under today. Uh, at four under is Antoine Rosner, who is a Frenchman. Uh, the Americans at four under are Brian Harmon and Stuart Sink. Stuart is probably, I don't think he's quite 50 but he, he may be in his early 50s. He's a senior guy. Okay. At three under par is Wyndham Clark. Everybody re- remembers him from the uh, recent event that he won. And Max Homa. Jordan Spieth is at two under. And Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, who, uh, who a Golf Digest picked as winning it, uh, and Patrick Reed, both Brooks and Patrick Reed are from the Live Tour. They're one under. Rory McIlroy is even. And so forth. John Daly, not doing too well. Six over par. Same with Phil Mickelson, six over par. Justin Thomas, 11 over par. That's like me. That's not very good. Okay, so that's the Open Championship going on this weekend. Uh, Watch it if you're new to golf. The coverage is very good. Mike Tirico is making a call. He's he's very, very knowledgeable. You might like or you might not like the color analyst for the game. Uh, he is um, opinionated. I, I'm, I don't really care for those guys. Um, but all I can say is you may enjoy it. Um, so enjoy this. Call in the show next Thursday. Tell us how you liked it because I wanted you to spend your weekend doing it. Now, this is a segment of the program that I'm really, really fired up about. You all may be bored with it, but I'm excited about it. Um, I have a Tuesday night show called The Jack Clegg Show, and it's political, and we talk about current events and so forth. And I also, as you know, I enjoy the game of golf, and I think it's wonderful for everybody. It's a great opportunity, uh, you know, for people to play, and women, men, young, old. There's no racial barrier. It, you just play the game of golf. It's, it's a good game. But over the last couple of years in professional golf, there has been a big battle going beyond, involving the PGA – Okay, and the Live Tour. Now, Live is L-I-V. It stands for 54. Why? Because their tournaments are 54-hole tournaments, which are over three days, as opposed to the four-day tournaments, which are 72 holes that the PGA has. Okay, anyway, but the Live Tour... What makes it so significant and why it's been in the news is the money. The Live Tour is backed by the PIF. That is a Saudi Arabian money group that has essentially paid golfers, Americans, Englishmen, uh, people from all over the world to play the Live Tour and paid them sums of money which are exorbitant, huge sums of money. And you may remember from weeks past when each week I would talk about a PGA event where there's 72 golfers and they start off and and the tournament may have winnings of about $8 million where a live tour event may have 40-some golfers 
and the winnings are $25 million to be split between the fewer golfers. So we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back and talk about the Senate subcommittee hearing on this after the break. WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At times, life can feel scary and we can get overwhelmed by anxiety. Mindfulness can help you get through these tough times. My nonprofit is partnering with Headspace to offer free content to help you stress less. It's as easy to do as this. Take a big, deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. In and out. Head to kevinlovefund.org slash headspace and be kind to your mind. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Benz Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Benz Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Satchmo Summerfest, presented by the New Orleans and Tourism Cultural Fund, is back this August 5th and 6th at the New Orleans Jazz Museum. Join friends and family to celebrate New Orleans' native son, Louis Satchmo Armstrong, for two days of live music, food, and discussions with Satchmo scholars from 12 to 8 p.m. For more information about the free festival, visit www.satchmosummerfest.org. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. What does grace mean to you? At Grace of the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Emory & James Limited, an independent insurance agent serving Covington, Hammond, and Metairie, Louisiana. Emory & James, serving our community for generations. Learn more at emoryjames.com. Okay, New Orleans. This is the New Orleans Golf Show, and this is segment four, our final segment this evening. And if you do want to call in, uh, we might answer the phone. We might not. Who knows? It's 504-556-9696. Okay, this last segment, we're going to talk about the Senate subcommittee hearing regarding the merger or agreement, it's not really a merger, an agreement between the PGA, the Professional Golfers Association, whose members are all the players on the PGA, and the PIF. The PIF is a Saudi Arabian-owned money fund. It's got Mega billions. Why would that be? Because it's related to the royal family and they get a lot of money from oil. Okay. And so 
they try to invest in things. Now, on the negative side, uh, the PIF got an interest in professional golf. And they created what is called the Live Tour. That's the 54 Tour. And the Live Tour needed golfers. So the PIF began poaching them from the PGA. And, oh, it caused all kinds of recriminations between the PGA players that got invited and went and got millions and millions and millions of dollars and the PGA players that stayed. And, but also between the administrators of the PGA. And they started playing fast and loose with, you could call it racism, you could call it nationalism, you could call it whatever you want to, but they started damning the PIF because of 9-11. Because several of the people involved with 9-11 were Saudi Arabian. Now, the issue that as a lawyer or as anybody else, you'd want to know well, was the government of Saudi Arabia involved. And as they say, the jury is still out on that. But many people have moved past it, but a lot have not. One person that has not moved past it is a senator from Con Connecticut, Richard Blumenthal. Now, Senator Blumenthal... Um, of course, I don't know the, the connection, but in my opinion, he certainly has a connection with the families of the 9-11 victims. And he doesn't have anything good to say about Saudi Arabia. Um, and about a month ago, surprise, 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 the PGA, which had been trashing its former players suspending them for life from the PGA. They could never come back. Uh, antitrust lawsuits filed between the Live Tour and the PGA for interfering with the agreements with their players. All this stuff was going on. Suddenly, an announcement is made that the PGA and the PIF are going to get together and create a new company, which is going to be the worldwide tour. And the PIF is going to supply billions and billions of dollars. The PGA is going to have its administrators administer it. The current CEO of the PGA, Mr. Jay Monahan, was was dubbed as being the CEO of this new company. Well, this was a shock. And this was all that Blumenthal needed to demand that members of the PGA and members of LIV come before the Senate. Well, they didn't subpoena anybody. And the people that actually appeared were not the leaders. Monaghan claimed he had a medical illness. Greg Norman, who was the CEO of the Live Tour, said he was traveling. The head money guy at the PIF, the Saudi, um, he also claimed he was traveling. So nonetheless, the PGA sent two fellows over. One of them was Jimmy Dunn, D-U-N-N-E. Now, I watched it on television, and it was a big yawn. It was a big nothing. And essentially, the representatives of the PGA were saying, well, we don't have an agreement yet. We have an agreement to get an agreement, but we don't have an agreement. So I was listening, and I was like, what is really going on? And Blumenthal, in his cowardly manner, was making all kinds of negative statements about the Saudi Arabians. Okay. Uh, they even invoked Donald Trump's name <laughs> because Donald Trump had worked with the Saudi Arabians to do a peace deal in the Middle East, 
which is something. And it's one of the first and only peace deals that, that was on. But I by no means want to suggest that it's a peaceful place in the Middle East now. Okay, so what are the two takeaways from the hearing? Number one, if there's a deal with where PIF advances or supplies billions to this new entity, billions of cash, what do you do if you give somebody a lot of cash to use? You want security. If something goes wrong with the money and money disappears, you want something like a mortgage on your house. You give the bank gets a mortgage. They give you money, they take a mortgage. Okay, what does a PGA have? The PGA has golf courses. At least my research has shown that there's a relationship between the T, between TPC courses, which are all over the country. They're owned, managed, and operated by the PGA. So no one asked whether under this new deal the Saudis would get an interest in these actual pieces of property in the United States. That, to me, is something that you could discuss. What mentioned? Not mentioned at all. The second thing that was the, the takeaway is I learned there's an entity called PGA China. PGA China. And this new entity, PGA China, um, Senator Hawley from Missouri asked a series of questions about it and particularly asked, well, what, what about this agreement? And Jimmy Dunn, who was doing most of the talking, was like, well, I really don't know. We, we, we don't have much going on there. And then it was a really good Perry Mason moment where um, Hawley, Senator Hawley from Missouri, said, well, isn't that because the, the tournaments you were going to have have been canceled because of COVID? China right now is, is overrun with COVID. And... <laughs> Dunn was like that deer-in-the-headlights kind of look, like, ah, well. And he left it as, well, I really don't know what the status of the agreement is. So the takeaway I got was, well, when, when these guys wanted to sell out the PGA and the name for China, it was okay. But for the Saudi Arabians, it's not. Anyway, that's my take on it. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I tried to give as much fair information about the Open Championship. Watch it this weekend. Uh, maybe there will be streakers. Who knows? I would much rather see the streakers than see people damage the golf course and the eco-terrorists. They, they don't interest me at all. I would. Yes. We, we have a consensus here. We actually have unanimous. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh... Turn in, tune in next Tuesday night for the Jack Clegg Show. This is WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Have a great weekend. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's 